God, we really need to have a look at that music. It's the energy does not match. Anyway, my name's David, and I'm joined by my uh, esteemable part-time unpaid intern, Sam. Uh, excuse me. If anyone's the boss in this situation, it's a hundred percent me, and I would. Re- I'm I sorry, Sam. Uh, let me just let me just check my let me just check my intern. HR forms here. Are you paid? <laughs> uh, I, I no. Just, yes or no? Co- yes or no is fine. It's a yes or no is, answer question. This is cost you me money. This is cost me right, money. Right. So no, you are not being paid. Um, is this what you do? Is this what you do day to day? Your full time job? This podcast? Is that would uh, you describe it as full time? Uh, I did do some during the day to day during work hours, <laughs> but that's fine. Don't tell my employer. So that's a no. So um, I mean, I'm not wrong. I mean, also. I wouldn't necessarily say this isn't like an internship in that it's going anywhere. But then most <laughs> internships probably not. It's just a con for cap, you know, big corporations to scam free labour. Yeah. Speaking well, of as... corporations, that brings uh-huh. us quite nicely into um, this movie. Now, again, um, most of you, those of you who can read, uh, well done. Uh, we've seen the episode title and know that we're doing uh, Space Truckers from 1996. And, um, and, and, and you will be you will know that information and not be any wiser as to what the hell that movie is about because this is a totally forgotten movie. I have never heard, and I was a bit, I suggested watching this because it popped up on my, this should tell you my, what my Amazon Prime suggested. Oh, is your like. Prime is a, um, is a hellhole. It's, it's, Movies it's, we it's think a, you'll like. Um, it's a waste wild. It's a wild mix because it's a family one as well. There's like four people <laughs> using this and it's like... Oh, yeah, well, my mum's watching seven seasons of The Good Doctor. That's right, the depressing TV show about the surgeon who's really autistic. Um, oh, and so I get all Christ. sorts of stuff recommended. But this popped in my recommends. I'd never heard of it, and so I was a bit hesitant because usually, like comedy films from the 90s, like they've got a bit of a a buzz. It's kind of like where the cult movie was born in the 1990s, in a way, yeah. in a lot of ways. Early internet, and, it's all happening. Yeah, but no one's talked about this. I've never heard anyone talk about this, ever. Oh, and we've spent an inordinate amount of time on the internet <laughs> since, I mean, since I was like, like 12, you know, like that's all I've done. Listeners, I, I, ask your grandparents about dial-up. We used to have dial-up. Dial-up, like, exactly. When when we met, the two of us, like uh, when our love affair that spanned the ages started, uh, we used to email. We had a group email which is which is up to uh, which is this is quite sad up to about I was because I was looking for something else. Last, oh, it's shockingly recent, isn't it? It's like 2013 or something. We were still <laughs> emailing each other and just what it's hard to doing? imagine a pre WhatsApp pre WhatsApp world, but that that was a pre WhatsApp world. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, we're well, going to text each other. That cost ten p a text. We're going to do That's give ridiculous. Apple money. I don't think so. Outrageous. We used message for a long time as well. Yes, I met, and then we just we've we've eventually fallen to. So anyway, enough enough about our sexting. Uh, let, let's let's talk about space truckers. Now, straight away, Dave, when you showed me this, I was like, okay, this is strange. And then we looked at cast list, and I was like, what the fuck? Dennis Hopper is in this movie, like the Dennis Hopper. It's not just some random guy who's also got the same. I guess they allow that in SAG, but like, what is happening? that Dennis Hopper is in this movie. And, and and you know what? I was expecting the laziest, the most Brando performance you could possibly imagine from, from Dennis Hopper. You know, just like <laughs> someone is reading him the lines through an earpiece 
and it's 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 going to be a real and you know what this is a this is not even this this is a cult film between me and you and the six other people who have seen it because it's amazing yeah. like this it's a this weird is it's a really it's a really weird movie. one isn't it because i mean we dug down on this and basically this never got a us theatrical release so it was released like, on they HBO couldn't find a distributor it, for it. Yeah, yeah, and I so, presume it went to VHS and then later DVD. I, I assume it it went on HBO is where it aired in the in the uh, in the US, which you know like is a big deal now. <laughs> in the nineties, HBO is still developing. Really, it's not the same type of thing. So this is basically exactly gone. it's pre Sopranos. HBO doesn't have shit. Yeah, um, but it's um, it's a weird one because I I enjoyed this movie. Let's just say off the top, I thought this was. Really fun in kind of like a um, a fever dream kind of way, mm-hmm. uh, where I kept like it was exhi- it was both what I expected and so so much more and less than what I was expecting. It's um, <laughs> what's yeah, that you... um, what's yeah. that movie we watched with Luke Wilson goes to the future and it's idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yes. It kind of reminds me of Idiocracy because it's kind of going for the same sort of like, um, like corporate future dystopia, and it's not developed like it's not well developed at all. But it's kind of like going for that kind of silly like, let's have all of that and let's have all this commentary on how all of that exists and is is poor, and then also it's just like dick jokes, which is like, and it's that's. It, this you, is early. Nineteen ninety six is really early for those those two things to be like. Oh, let's let's have a you know. And I wouldn't say this massive again, not massively political, but there's certainly a thread through it. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it's, ten years out. Like this is ten years before the sort of Seth Rogans and and people become you know an Owen Wilson like come to the forefront and start making these sort of weird movies. We, we've we've talked about the the uh, the kind of evolution of comedy quite a lot, haven't we? And how like there's stages there's kind of like snl blues brothers style stuff and then there's also the like national lampoon where it starts to get a bit more raunchy and then that turns into um kind of american pie stuff this feels like national lampoon the world that we're living in it feels a bit like um the the police uh, police academy movies and all of that that's the kind of vibe we're going for, along with yes, this weird kind of like future sci-fi corporate thing going on. And I love the what? I love the the core premise as well. The name is shit. The name is like, and the the trivia triv- the trivia. There's about six pieces of trivia about this online. Um, the trivia that they, they they didn't like the name Space Truckers, but they didn't like anything else either. And then and I've been there. That sometimes you just go with something that you dislike the least. <laughs> Um, like this is a sh- like the imaginary movie podcast, <laughs> like the imaginary movie podcast, a name we are no now wedded that. to. Aren't right, really right. sure what it means. I can't even remember where it comes from. But here we are. So what we're going to do? Change our I think name. The podcast was imaginary. Honestly, it's a joke about how our complete lack of ability to follow through. We've been talking about having a podcast since 2014, since 2013 yeah. on email. Um, <laughs> so that's why it's imaginary because for ten years it was imaginary. It was an imaginary podcast. And all it took was the end of the world and the end of functioning society. Uh, Boy, am I glad we're through that till the actual apocalypse, which we're living in now. Yeah. Um, 
And we're it's, live, uh, recording it all. Here we go, let's go. It's coming for you. Stay in, stay indoors. <laughs> stay indoors. Um, no, so getting back to this movie, I really, the, the meta stuff can wait. Um, I like I like the premise of it, and this kind of why I suggested watching it, because I was like, we always joke, and about the sci-fi genre generally, it's always, oh, it's, it's Luke and Hannigan, they're going to destroy the Death Star, it's, it's a bounty hunter, he's hunting criminals, it's... You know, it's Avatar and there are blue aliens with tails for some reason. Um, you know, all of these exciting kind of like heroic mm. uh, movies about, um, you know, really exciting things. The popular and kids in high school. Exactly. Yeah, who, and who were saving the day. This, I think, is part of a trend where it's the everyman. These are the, and especially mm. in the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. this is the, this is an everyman movie. The, the hero of this movie is a space trucker. Like, he just drives a truck and it's it's in space. So it's even easier than driving a truck, I imagine, because you just go forwards because it's space. Um, <laughs> oh, no, don't crash into like, the, I think, the gorge. I think the genre that would certainly be, and we talked, I'm sure we talked about it um, last week as well, um, about The Fifth Element, which is, I think, a movie which takes this kind of, not necessarily, not obviously not inspired by this or anything, but it's kind of like, is feeding off the same change in the in the culture where that where, where um it's taxi he's a taxi driver and he's an everyman and and that's again feeding into this idea that kind of like this this I'm sure everyman isn't the best word but it's kind of this kind no, of no, but you know think this think about her, heroic individual who doesn't particularly want to be heroic and and yeah. is because but again think about the late the the, the 1980s which which definitely has this, but we also have you know like uh, uh, Christian Bale as uh, American Psych Bateman, you know, the, or, like all of this, like we 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 want power, we want sex, and uh, and I think there's something about the '90s schlob and Homer Simpson and Married with Children, you know, that American like vibe of all oh, leading up to like office space, and it's kind of like a yes. And then reality you know, blue TV, collar jobs, which 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 is the end point, isn't it? Of just watching exactly, normal exactly. People. Whereas, yeah. so so this is an interesting one, and um, we talked about being Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper from Easy Rider. Yeah, that's right, Dennis <laughs> Hopper Dennis from Hopper, Easy Rider. What? The Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper, who I know mo- mainly from playing like king psychopathic villains, excellently, um, which is what he is. Well, he was in was Speed, typecast. previous episode Speed. Um, cool. And you shouldn't watch it because I'm not sure you'd enjoy it. But uh, David Lynch's Blue Velvet, he plays a um, a real sexual um, deviant, uh, like yeah, you know, high energy bad guy in that movie. Uh, and it's kind of now, like a you're and that's what he's done for most of his career. So maybe this was an attempt to be like, oh, I'll be the hero in a you know a Star Wars type movie. Not that this is massively like Star Wars, but there's certainly the DNA there. Yeah, well, I think what's interesting is that this is a comedy, but it's 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 doing that great comedic thing, which kind of Fifth Element does as well. Um, same year, I think, maybe or close uh, enough. Fifth Element was ninety-seven, maybe ninety-seven. So it's it's interesting that, we like I said, it, you can see the trends going up to kind of like, but the movies that would you, come later. Yeah, you can, you can absolutely, and I think, I think that the thing that makes this film work, like Fifth Element, is that they're kind of playing it straight. You know, this isn't a ha ha, laugh out loud it's not comedy. It's not spaceport. Exactly, exactly, because that's what it. That's what I thought going in, looking at this. I thought this is going to be. And then when we get the opening, and it's number one, really violent. Like I love the the oozing and the the feet. The, this this robot comes in, kills all the marines or whoever they are, 
and there's just feet left on the ground where they, you know at the ankle that they've been cut off there's there's space ooze everywhere there's decapitated people like it's straight away like okay this isn't what i was thinking it is but because it's playing it straight and it's also kind of funny at the same time i think it nails most of the time <laughs> it, it nails the tone and that is the hardest thing about a movie like this probably is like getting you to just go to accept what's happening and to not think this is either not funny or it's ridiculous and there's nowhere in between and and that's the bit where i think straight away i just love the idea of this movie i love the conception of it it's kind of because... low-key quite clever isn't it um it, yeah and, like so pretty low-key uh... but yeah <laughs> I mean the set design and things like down to the set design and the costume design. Like it's not always great. It doesn't always work really well, but there's an intentionality to it where this is a twenty-five million dollar movie, and obviously Hopper must have got some money. But who else are they paying in this in nine nine six? Who else? You know, Charles Dance. Yeah, maybe a million. I don't know, like a few hundred thousand. He's fine. Like, well, well it, I mean, the film cost twenty-five million dollars to make, which. Which is, I, I was kind of like, what? And I tried to find the source for this, and it's not particular, but I think close enough, basically. We can accept the fact that this cost $25 million to make. And in 1996, you know, for, for, for what we see on screen, it kind of makes sense because of the sets, because of all the costumes, because of all the special effects. And we'll talk about the, the literal wires you can see later on. But like, Actually, I think a lot of it must go to Dennis Hopper because why he's not getting out of bed. For it's hard to know. Um, it's because he does when speed. Um, Dennis Hopper did speed as well. Uh, earlier than this, I think. Um, speed, speed's ninety four, isn't it? Yeah. So this is yeah. yeah so it's kind of like before. Dennis Hopper's working again, and he's kind of just appearing in movies. So he's great in speed, isn't it? Previous episode, I love. He's I great in this. I mean, he's Dennis playing Hopper. a very specific type um unruffled kind of uh space trucker i like how it starts um the square pig thing is so stupid um this made me laugh so much because because they you see it on the side of the thing and he says you know he talks about having a load of square pigs i was like that's weird i wonder what that and then and then you and then they set it up so nicely. And then they, when he opens the, he opens the, goes in the hold, and the, these, it's literally this disgusting cube of a pig. Easy to ship. Snorting square and, sausage. Then. Square sausage, exactly. Yeah, there's a Scot, there's a Scottish uh, um, uh, delicacy. But it's, and, it's great because we get a little bit of the shit um, special effects. He's he's driving his space truck which for some reason looks like a truck i don't it's not it's even got the little, like you don't need you don't need the aerodynamics in space you don't need you don't need wheels that's fine don't have wheels that's fine but it looks like a it looks it like does. a big rig yeah uh he's eating this hot dog and so you get like um and it's it, it, it's bad but i think it's fine these effects where he, he puts the mustard down but then he has to kind of like lift the hot dog up to the mustard because there's zero gravity it's fun you know i did wonder the boots, how they did that the how magnetic would they do boots. that though there's there's lots of effects I presume this, I presume they do it on like a a piece of plastic or something there must be a way to there's a few but, like that where but you know what it's doing it's visual it's visual texture isn't it 
And I think that's where the budget's going. That's where the creativity's going. It's going into all of the signs that we see, all the advertising well, it's, it's signs. Why, it's why we'd only really have about three locations in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so we get the space station, the on, which is in one of the moons of Saturn. Uh, Titan, I think, isn't it? It's on it's, Titan. It's, it's, which, is, which is like an old-fashioned, uh, you know, centrifuge uh, style. Which, which yeah, circular. so in the diner, like and he's they're walking, walking around it. Yeah, and and that they keep that throughout because there's quite a lot of scenes take place in there, and that's fun. Yeah. This is what I'm saying about the intentionality. Like some, they're, they're making a sci-fi movie. This isn't a spoof. This is kind of like a like a fifth elementy type of world, and they maybe don't nail it quite so well. And the and to be honest, the plot is trash. I would say is the main drawback of this movie is the plot is so trash. Pretty low stakes. <laughs> Pretty low. We talk stakes. about low stakes all the time, and this is um, this is trucking trucking okay so you sort of separate this movie into kind of like um three sections you've got this first section which ends i would say when they leave the space dock yeah uh, the second section which is from then till when they escape from the pirates and then the last section which is the shortest and the most boring but the first section is great because you've got george went um from cheers uh norm um norm. who plays like the asshole boss you've got kind of like all this like I said, texture about the companies and people working for the companies, and he's the last independent trucker. Can I can I tell you the name of the company because it just fills me with joy. This is beautiful. Did they say writing. the name of it. Interpork. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's Dear amazing. In, Interpork Interpork Industries, like just that is a beautiful, beautiful uh, little joke. I love that. So that's the company, isn't it, that, that George went? Yeah, that George went works for, and he runs this station or something. Um, and Hopper knows all of the truckers. What? <laughs> this is when you first get the first hint that this movie is kind of a bit, bit dirty. Is when, um, is when the truckers are sat around and they're like, "Oh, we're having a wake for whoever who's died," and they said, "Yeah, the pirates caught him, and all they sent back was his dick." And you're like, his dick. "What?" It's like, yeah, it's his dick in a box. Um, and someone's like, yeah, I think a cremation would have been more classy. And they're like, well, it's his dick. I mean, how big a box could that possibly have filled? And it's like a, it's quite, it's quite raunchy in that way. Like it's a movie that, and you can kind of tell why this didn't get the theatrical release is because it's not afraid to make really like quite shit, like, but really blue jokes. Yeah. Just like, like, um, crude you'd probably say wouldn't you just just kind of not not necessarily offensive but just just a bit like yeah but i'm all here for it and this is this is another example of where i think this movie if if it had that cultural impact which it obviously didn't because it was never released properly i there's so many the the, the crudeness of it i think would be part of the strength because you don't really get films like this now you don't really get this type of like low key. It would um, be it would be one of these things that was quoted everywhere. Um, yeah. And there's in, into pork, you know, is is a fantastic <sighs> joke, and even the dick in the box joke is is kind of fun and it fits the vibe. The and also it feels pretty realistic as to what space truckers might be laughing and joking about. You know what I mean? Like there's all this world building which is going on, and that's kind of the best bit of the film for me as you say the plot well i don't know george, george went getting sucked out the window is a pretty pretty good high point for oh me. that is a that um, just and that's again, and again it's a bit slapsticky it's silly it's fine <laughs> his let they've got somebody else's legs 
So of course, so how it works? Imagine this, listener, is there's a a porthole, and there's some some idiot shoots a gun and everything gets sucked out. And so George went. Why would you have a porthole in a fucking spaceship? I don't know. It's insane. But George George went. You know, he's a big guy, and initially he blocks it, and everyone goes, "Oh, phew!" And then guys, "Oh no." And he starts to get sucked out. His ass first gets sucked out of his pothole. And so they cut away and they cut back and they've got him, they've got somebody else's legs like near his, sort of the top of his chest. And they've got the clothes over the top. And then him, his head, just like an arm's flailing around because he's getting, and it just looks amazing. Like this really, really made me laugh. I can't believe. Like how much it made me laugh, but it did. I love everything about this diner scene, like the way the way we set it up. So we've got, we should mention the character names now because we almost certainly won't ever mention them again. So, uh, John, great great hero name, John Canyon John. is is Dennis John, Hunter. He's John the, Canyon. John Canyon is an everyman. Canyon hero. <laughs> what's the What's the song? It's one thousand. It's it's one hundred beers on one thousand cigarettes or something. It's like a proper yeah. like. Uh, Western Canyon Hero. Debbie Mazar plays Cindy, no last name. Um, Dorif Dorf is Stephen Dorf, Ma- Mike. Yeah. He plays a character white called guy Mike. Name. We don't. It's huge. It's a top proper white guy name, and that's the only important things for now. Like, so we kind of meet them. We get that Mike is just qualified as a trucker, and he gets his pink uniform. Which is a good joke for the for the moment, and then we kind of we abandon it. It's a fun sort of like, wait till you see the uniform, kid, and it's like that. That is funny. That's a stupid fucking uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, no, it's and, good. And, and it's and it's this trio, isn't it? And that's the again, that's clever. I think that's pretty. I was going to say clever. I don't think it's clever, but I think it's competent writing to get you to have your trio. You've got Luke Lair in hand, and we're gonna. These guys have got yeah, to you, deliver. You just have to ignore the troubling sexual politics of that. Um, oh yeah, which is, Let's, we can talk um, about that in just a few minutes. Well, Cindy's like, uh, well, like, it's, it's not that troubling this early, but it does become troubling. <clears throat> where John um, Hopper's like, "Hey, marry me," and she's like, "No." <laughs> and well, then it, she she's wa- like, she wants to get to Earth, um, yeah. and she can't afford it, and because um, obviously we can tell because Debbie Mazar from Goodfellas. Um, is from New York. Did, did you know? Did you pick up on this, Sam? From Queens. Uh, She's not from New York. How dare you? She's from Queens. That's very different. Yeah, and you can tell this accent. Yeah. And then it's obviously just her accent, but it's like it's got on her some work over the years. Um, so she wants to go back to Earth because that's where her mum is. John says she's I'll just had surgery. Here. The mum's just had surgery. Important point. Yeah. Yes, um, and he says, "I'll give you a lift if you marry me." It's kind of like a, um, and she says, "Yes." She's like, "Yeah, if you drive me to Earth, I'll marry you." Um, I mean, it's space, you know. There's not that there can't be that many eligible back, bachelors with their own trucks, and a, and a and a and a pork ship, a square pig shipping license. That's true. I mean, a whole a whole a whole tale of containers full of square pig. It, it's it's a rough world out there for a you know an up and coming waitress, and you've got to take the opportunities that come to you. And it's Dennis Hopper. I mean, this guy will probably murder you anyway. So what are you going to worry about? It's Dennis Hopper. He's crazy. Yeah, uh, Dennis Hopper, who I think is a 
Uh, nearly thirty years older than Debbie Mandel. Oh, yeah. I looked. Um, it's it's quite. It's actually. It's actually a bit on the high end for our um, male stars and um, uh, female romantic interests. Although I will say that's kind of the point. I think in the movie, the movie makes a big thing of the fact that he's a lot older. So just to, yeah. not to excuse it, but so these guys. So this trio: Stephen Dorff, Debbie Mazar, Dennis Hopper. They're on the road, and well, they, they run away. They, into the bathroom where this woman's taking a piss or whatever. Uh, and that this was quite, I think, quite a visually disturbing like little scene where they run in and she's screaming, get out, I'm on the toilet. And Dennis Hopper just grabs her head and like by the upper jaw and like flips it back and it's a keypad, which is great. It's a great, stupid, don't even think about it scene. But it's like as, as, a, as a prop... I think it's fan- fantastic. Yeah. It works so well because you're like, Ugh. there's and your then twenty-five that... million. Exactly, and that's that's the little things they work in this movie, and that leads them to the shady underground um, black market guy, who gives them a job, which is going to get them off station and to Earth. Deliver this unknown package, and that's kind of the movie, isn't it? Is them delivering this package? Yeah. And... And it's and it's and, and uh, yeah, as, as as I say, I think this brings us to the trio. It brings to them arguing, hanging around. You've got the Dennis Hopper, like he's the he's the Han Solo. Hey, listen, a bit older, but he's you know, listen, kid. Uh, I'm going to show you the ways, and and then uh, obviously there's some kin- there's some kind of kindling of uh, attraction between uh, Stephen Dorff and, and, and David Mazar, and that's. We're going to mine that for a long time. We're going to mine that for the rest of the movie, and we're going to have. <laughs> it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because we go. Um, I kind of I like the space stuff. It's stupid. Um, my my favorite stu- most stupid bit is it's black asteroids or black rock or whatever they say, and it's like somebody in the yeah. writing room said somebody said, oh well, you know, like you're driving, and it's like oh, there's black ice, and oh, you're skidding all. Over. Can we make that in space? I'm like, no, absolutely, we can't. <laughs> what about icebergs? Can we have spacebergs? Can we can we call them spacebergs? Or is that no? That's okay. That's too much. We'll call them black rock, and we'll make them. It's almost like an like an obsidian like glass. Yeah, it's basically, it? but it's a it's an asteroid that his instruments is telling him is there, and he's like, well, I can't see it. I'm like. You're a, so he ignores his instruments. You're an astronaut. You are a space pilot. Um, yeah. But I think it's from a plot point of view. It's obviously like a. I think they realise that there's not enough. These three people flying through space is not enough for a movie. There's like there's there's not quite enough to carry. There's no dialogue carrying you through scenes of people sat around, you know, and just headshots and stuff. It's. We kind of need the action to be happening. So this breaks the ship down, which yeah. coincidentally um, is the contractual point where Debbie Mazar has to take her top off. Uh, oh, yeah. And is don't it? worry, that remains off for most of the rest of the movie. Most of the rest of the movie. You, you know, the in, point fairness, like... in fairness, Dorf is also in his underwear. It's, and in even it's... more fairness, they do not let Dennis Hopper <laughs> remove his shirt. Listen, Mr. Hopper. We really You're 60 years you. old. It's fine. You've got a pedigree. We wouldn't ask you to. And Dennis is like, hey, but I, I mean, I can. I will. I mean, you don't have to pay me extra to do it. And they're like, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay, Dennis. Please, please put your shirt back on, Dennis. It's fine. 
it's fine. Look, we've got Debbie Mazai here. Debbie, come in. That's it. And you too, Stephen. We hadn't even written this bit into the movie, but because you are now taking your clothes off, we have to have an excuse to distract you from that. And that's why we've got this nudity scene. <laughs> it's um, it, it's stupid. It's fine. It's fun. It kind of like lends itself to the, the kind of the B movie. I'm not complaining. Of this. I'm hey. not complaining by the whole thing. I'm just going to be honest. I, I think this is a perfectly... And this is a perfect like 1960s throwback. You know, this is a real. This isn't uh, even as bad as something like Bar. We should do Barbarella. I think you would. Find <laughs> yes. it. Honestly, I just think that your brain will explode because, like, I, this I, is pretty, pretty just on the nose. But like, actually, when you're talking about just raw sexualness on the screen, this hasn't got a a touch on Jane Fonda from a 1960s movie. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the thing. This is what, this is what like we, we've, um, you've, you've complained quite a lot, haven't you, in the past about there's not, there's no sex in movies anymore. You know, there isn't because it's all sanitized. It's all. It's, it, I should justify that. Yeah. I'm not complaining because I'm a pervert. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but like, it's fine. I'm if I want to sure get my rocks off, there's that. a whole, if you heard of the internet, it's fine. What I'm saying yeah. is like, there's a complete lack of sexuality in movies yes, yes. not even you're the sex, saying you want people to see aren't... more hardcore sex in movies like i'm with you dave i understand exactly yeah, what we you're get saying. to watch tony stark <laughs> and captain america make eyes at each other and flirt but <laughs> like no one ever gets to have a romantic interest or anything like that or any sort of like sexual attraction it's just oh, yeah dead eyed beautiful people saying quippy one-liners at each other yeah, or acknowledging that people do have sexual attraction, and that's the thing is like, and and it is of course it is there, and it's maybe not in the genre movies that we typically watch, but I think this is a good example of where it's not really about the move about this, and um, it it kind of works from a point of, uh, like, it works from a point of just providing something to do and things to happen because. As you say, if you pointed out, you're kind of just in on, on autopilot for the rest of this movie unless we have... So we have the ship breakdown, we have pirates turn up, we have them naked because the ship's getting really hot. And Enter like, Daddy Lannister. Oh, <laughs> Daddy Lannister. Oh, smoking hot Daddy Lannister. I oh, love God, how, that's how, how that's how you referred to him. Not Charles Dance. Like, not... Ty- not uh, fucking... Uh, Tywin Lannister? So who cares? I I definitely Daddy Lannister. Ask your grandparents about Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> Remember that was a thing. Daddy Lannister, hundred percent in this movie. Charles Dance, when he first he when, is when, bringing it he's, so hard, and we meet him early on. He's the scientist who's we, and we, so he's a scientist who's built these robots. We we do we exactly we see we see him in the beginning i genuinely couldn't i was like is that charles dance he looks so young and it is him and then we come back and he's just covered in prosthetics he's got this like he looks like the, the he's got guy his ss of, uniform on to be honest <laughs> yeah, he does he, lo- he looks like the guy out of is it street fighter i can't remember his name the big he's got the He's got a kind of similar cap on. Cap just, and the little swimming goggle things. and The goggles. And the big long coat. And that's even before he takes the coat off. And and, and 
I think this is a bit a bit more of where the budget's going because we get all these advanced prosthetics and we get all of this kind of like space. And it looks pretty good. Again, it's kind of like it's kind of unsettling and disgusting, and there's all yeah. this bubbling green ooze and these it, metal it does things. Look good. And... Until until I'm talking about the ship and the whole. Until you go back, I think to the fifth element came out a year later. <laughs> And then I think, yeah. oh my god, this looks like. But it's, isn't it funny to see an actor like Charles Dance? He's a Shakespearean actor. He's a Patrick Stewart type. Yeah. Who comes in and, like, uh, even uh, the last action hero previous episode, also stars Charles Dance as a villain. Um, and the reason Perfect. these guys can come to America and just make movies and make loads of money is because if you just get an actor and you're just a fucking like pale white man like you've got nothing he's not particularly i'm not to put charles dance down but he's not particularly interesting looking until you slap a load of like prosthetic makeup on him what he does bring though is like a gravitas to his performance you would not get if you if you cast the rock exactly if you cast if you cast the rock or dave batista not to talk because they're fine they're fine but you're not going to get the gravitas and the the staginess from them that you get from Mm -hmm. charles dance that kind of like i think that's what takes this movie from being like a fairly crap b movie into being like it's still not good but like nearly you know this is a hair's breadth this is one theatrical short and small theatrical release away from being a cult classic (laughs) it really is and i feel like it's our duty to like unearth this for the internet you know with our hordes of listeners who are going to spread this uh episode like comment subscribe but, um, it, so these pirates are quite rapey um i i certainly commented when i was watching it because we meet them and they're not instantly like oh there's a half naked woman we're pirates and it then switches very very quickly to being quite rapey and the upshot is that uh daddy lannister um mm. charles dance <laughs> is basically like favorite joke he lit i think he literally says Oh, I could never hope to have sex with a woman like you unless I'd kidnapped her from space and she was tied up. And you're like, yeah. well, I guess call a spade a spade. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's not exactly. It's I think it is just using it as a as a as a crux, isn't it? Which is kind of obvious. It's kind of as soon, it's the as, soon point as she takes get... her clothes off, you think this is not going to go well. Like this movie is going to yeah, use I... this. <laughs> In a, in and a, it doesn't ever it's... really seem like Debbie Debbie Mazar's in any sort of like danger. She's not bothered. She literally like, she's says fu- she's funny. She's talking back. She says, "I'm going to try and do the accent." She says, "Oh, oh God, here we what, go." What do you want to do me on the floor? <laughs> right here on the floor. And it's the it's that it's that um, Queen's fuck? accent, and it's what the fuck? I can't, I can't do accents. I've been trying to do it all day. Were you trying to say flower? What the fuck was that? That was absolutely terrible. It's the way she says floor. She says, do you want to do me here on the floor? I know what she says. (laughs) Well, you do it then. You do the impression. No, I... Show it to me. Show me your Queen's impression. I haven't been practicing all day like you have. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you might do a better job because evidently practicing has not helped. You need the root word. You need the word that gets you into it. And I don't know what that is for a Queen's accent. There is a... New New York... Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby! Like, no, that's, that's as far as I can go. I can't. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do anything from Goodfellas, which is where Debbie. Mizarre. I'm thinking. I was thinking of Lorraine Bracco from Goodfellas, actually. So that's my sort of like. Yeah. There is a whore living in this apartment. 
There is a, a whore. Ho- whore, a whore living in this word. apartment. Whore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, again, maybe, and, yeah, anyway. and the, the, the Queen's <laughs> accent comes through, and it's just what really funny, and I couldn't stop laughing. And then so he takes Debbie Mazar to his lair to have sex with her. Meanwhile, um, Dennis Hopper and um, Stephen Dorff are kind of just like chained up. Oh, great looking, by the way. Great looking. They got every fucking ugly actor in his 40s oh, in it's this amazing. movie playing the pirate. The, 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 the ugly acting is just exceptional. And I think their the costumes and the way everything's kind of like destroyed because it feels like an end of civilization type. Of, it's amazing. <sighs> it's amazing. This is this is where the movie dies, though. This is where it dies a death for about fifteen minutes. Because while while David Mazar is off, we're gonna have an entire fucking we're gonna have an entire section of that with theme music and everything. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna just have Dennis Hopper, Stephen Dorff. I mean, literally doing nothing, doing nothing. They are just tied up with their arms in the air. And it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? The, I, I really think they had, as you've mentioned already, they had this set and they they were going to get every single penny out of it. And they couldn't build any more because they blew 25 million on all of Charles Dance's prosthetics. Yeah. <laughs> and this so is it's where, just... It's where the cheapness of the movie in terms of the plot comes to the front because yeah. I really like the scene with Debbie Mazza. But screenwriting tells you that you kind of need to figure out something for your other actors to be doing while you're mm-hmm. doing that, you know. Like mm-hmm. uh, on the on the on the um, Imperial flagship, we've got Obi Wan is going to disable the shields, so they'll disable the tractor beam so they can get away. Luke and Han are going to rescue Leia. Like we've got things for everyone to go and do. Yeah. Uh, whereas in this, it's kind of like, well, you guys just hang around here. Well, we have this, admittedly, really, really protracted and hilarious scene with Charles Dance um, and Debbie Mazar where she more or less lies on a bed while he does this amazing... Imagine, you're Charles Dance and I guess oh, he's already been know, in the last hold action on, Hold on, hold on. Are we getting into this now? Because we We're need getting to into say- this. You're Charles Dance. You are a Shakespearean actor oh and they say, God. do you want to be the villain in this sci-fi film? It's a bit crap. It's fine. It's Dennis Hopper. And, and he, he says yes, yes because okay, it's fun. Because, because it's fun. you know, I've got a mortgage to pay or whatever. I've got kids at university, whatever. And they're like, right, so in this scene, in this in this scene, Daddy Lannister, they called him that in the 90s. It was dead weird. Um, in this scene, Daddy Lannister. Mm, um, Daddy. <laughs> in this scene, you're trying to, again, uh, you're attempting to rape the female lead of the movie. And he's like, right, okay, okay. So I'm a rapey bad guy. Right, got it. And right, but you can't get your cyborg penis to start. Dave, it's not a pull you, start. You are, you see. You are missing like a lawnmower. We 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 have so much. There's so much going on. I'm just on. saying. I'm just saying. I feel like that's a the they didn't cord- include it in the script they sent him, and they waited <laughs> till it was on the day, and they're like, right. So this is the scene, Charles, where um, yeah, you I'm- you have to pretend like you're starting your penis, and he's like, I'm sorry. It's like yeah, well, it's a uh, it's like a leaf blower. It's like you have to start. You have to pull the cord I'm to start. Dance. It's like a lawnmower. Yeah, could you could you we're ready for you now in in uh, costume. Yeah, if you could just come over here. See, there's we've got a rip cord. If we could just attach that to your waist, and he's like, what's that for? Well, you know, it's the rip cord. For your penis. Uh, for your penis. <laughs> oh, okay. That's interesting. Uh, I don't see this in the script. Is that is that a thing we're going to be doing? Yeah, is that okay? All right, that's fine. And and there's just... And he's just such a consummate professional that he just goes with it. 
he just goes with it. This this scene, and before we get to the actual moment, like what he's wearing, <clears throat> I think is incredible. He's got this, this like fluid that's you know attached to him. He's got this metal buttocks thing that's going on. <laughs> I forgot his, about the his face. His face is half burned. It looks better than he's got Harvey the Terminator Dent. face, hasn't he? He's got the Terminator face. It, he's got like steel under one side, it, and then it looks great. It looks really, really good. And and then he's taking his clothes off, and then and then and then it's like almost for just for just about fifteen seconds. That straight laced, that playing it straight. Um, vibe of the movie falls apart because they just couldn't resist to have his penis activated by a pull cord and then of course <laughs> it won't work it's so funny it's Chef's just kiss it doesn't work and he's like it's an erectile dysfunction joke sam but they went so far they went they went this pirate ship exists for this erectile the dysfunction whole movie joke. exists and it's joke. like it's brilliant, and I think Mazar's. I think Mazar plays it very well, where she's like, "I would actually would have liked a. It happens to a. It happens to loads of guys. Yeah. I would have happened. I would have loved it. That we would don't have been get that too far, though, because of because... because of the overtones of rape. To be honest, like that, yeah. it's fine. But it's just this is an opportunity. You've got he's the I, I I love Dennis Hopper, but I think Charles Dance is probably the best actor in this he, movie. He, take, um, he takes it away. It's, and he just takes amazing. it for a walk. He is chewing yeah. scenery. He's in this insane. It must be so uncomfortable, uh, like all these prosthetics and things. He's offering her drugs, and, and he gets, like, uh, and 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 he gets to say the word, the words "wang pulse." <laughs> My wang pulse isn't active. I mean, just. I think this is this is where the movie. And uh, again, we've been on this fucking pirate ship for about forty-five hours. So I'm starting to get bored, and then this scene comes along, and I'm just like, "What the oh, fuck, Jesus!" Like again, this is meme territory. This is so memeable. We could we could be talking about this on Reddit. Why? You know, Why, when speak. Game of Thrones was big, weren't people? Oh, you remember when? You remember when Charles Dance was trying to start this his is dick? Also, Charles Dance I with a leaf blower, and I've never seen that. So that tells me that only about six people have ever seen this. The crossover, the, exactly, because if, I know, I know. So, But that leads to another sort of drop scene where uh, Mazar steals his coat and his hat, and this is Vaudevillian almost. Well, she, she fights her way out, doesn't she? She's kind exactly, of Exactly, like, yeah, and she goes actually, to release yeah. the guys, uh, but then immediately gets captured again, and again, it's like, record scratch, oh, the movie's dead again, it's fine, the movie's yes. absolutely dead on arrival again. We nearly had a nice chase, we nearly had a cool scene where she's, yeah. never, when this, when these idiot pirates believe that she's Charles Downs, which is bizarre, but listen, movie, considering what you just showed me, I won't believe anything you tell me right now. I am so invested, and you have lowered the bar of what's acceptable for this film so, so low. Wang Pulse, yeah, that's fine, I'll believe you. And the, But then the movie's like, nah, never mind. And just think, we're back to the fucking shit. We're stuck on. We're still on this ship. We're it's, still bored. It absolute like, and they're like, right. So there's a few blank pages here in the script, Gary. Uh, so how do we get? How do we get to the conclusion with the robots well, what, on the spaceship? What we're going to do above Earth? What we're gonna, what and we're he's do, like, Frank. oh well, I thought we'd just sort of figure that out. We got there. It didn't seem important at the time. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a good. It's not a good place to be. It's not a good place to be. 
And it also brings up the whole plot of the movie, which is kind of dull, is that at the start of the film, we see this robot that kills all the people, as we mentioned, and Charles Dance has invented the robot, and then Charles Dance has managed it almost by accident, it seems. It doesn't seem like he meant to do it because he doesn't know what's in the ship. He doesn't say, ah, I finally caught you. He just they happens. tell them it's they tell them it's sex dolls when they when they get the yeah. shipment, um, and he obviously doesn't believe that, but he doesn't know what it is, and so that's the, I'm like, surely make Charles Dance the mastermind who's tracked this shipment down and managed to find it. But anyway, it's a stupid movie, and he was only there. He was only on set for three days, Sam, so he couldn't yeah. be in the whole movie. But then we get like a pretty protracted scene that I can only describe as a pound shop alien, where, <laughs> where we where we get these. <laughs> pretty crappy looking aliens and these alien these these robots sorry are killer machines they can wipe out everyone it's all very entertaining and they've got a weird white sack that seemingly exists for charles dance to squeeze like a pair of balls to just get his fingers right up it's dead odd Um, (laughs) this this is where the sort of set design and stuff it's like what are we doing what are we doing and, and he says, kind of explains rest- the order, and there's a lot of stuff that's dropped here that's kind of meaningless and useless. It, it, it's um, it's really, but they escape. It's really- but they escape. Yes, they escape with the ship, and they're somehow still on schedule, even though we've been on this pirate ship for 45 days, and they only had two days to get the shipment to Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody's been raped quite, um, and no one's dead, so we've escaped uh, with the ship, which is working again? Question mark. Um, it's cooled get to down. Earth. Apparently, it's cooled down. Which is right. which is a, which is a thing in space if the sun's on you, but then you know you rotate round. That's what they do in real life. Anyway, carry on. So escape. They get back to Earth, and we have. It's quite boring. The end of this movie, I think. Um, well, well I, there's my... one more line I liked, which is when they find the. There's two lines, in fact, and and you remember one of them better than me. But there's a <laughs> Charles Dance dies, um, and Dennis Hopper says, "You know, for a." For a robot gimp rapist, he died pretty well. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's a funny line in the movie. <laughs> where you're one. acknowledging how horrible this character is. He was horrible. And he was, yeah, the other one which you're alluding to is from Charles Dance, a seasoned actor. If I had an anus, I would probably soil myself. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Again, though, you can't deny again. It. I really respect a seasoned Shakespearean actor who is willing to just come and debase themselves literally for money. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it's and it's it's again it's the movie kind of dies when Charles Dance dies a little bit in terms of like so now we're just in that scene from Alien for about twenty minutes where they're just I don't even know if it's that long, it's quite short. And I pause just... the movie. I think there's only about sixteen minutes after they leave the pirate ship left in the movie. The pacing is really poor, isn't it? And it's really, really rough and all that. But, but you know, play. Well, what do we expect? And, and, and I, you can see, you can see that they just don't have any ideas beyond the scenes that they've created and like the overall thing. And it kind of doesn't really matter, and it's fine. There are some interesting stuff, in, in, interesting things that happen though when they're on the ship. The aliens are are pretty cool they're a little bit too like choreographed it feels like it feels like they're a little bit too indestructible but also destructible like yeah and even the way they're moving it kind of feels it feels a bit like the the fights in in the the uh fucking what's the first phantom menace you know 
it's just a little bit too fast and we can't really it's a little bit too clean and i just feel like i wanted to see the beating the sh punting the shit out of exactly, <laughs> these aliens yeah. and really just trying to survive because it didn't feel like they were as an aerial threat even though you know you can see that like they're jumping around the amount of wires you can see in this movie maybe it's because of the hd no future no, we live in i think this is a fuck. um just poor it's quite it's a bit poorly made in that respect um so it generally looks ones. all right but some of the seed there is a limited amount of cg in this and that's very poor uh generally because it's 1996 that's fine uh but, but yeah the wire work is shite yeah. it's shite it's shite i think we should just cut the uh cut the chase they arrive on earth they get to the the uh they they they, chuck they get to the it. hospital and they find out that Debbie Mazza's mum's fucking sexy as shit. That's the yeah. that's what it says on the on the screenplay. Um, the operation. <laughs> Dennis Hopper's like. The operation it, was to de-age her. To no, no, it wasn't. No, oh, no, he's, she, she was frozen. She was frozen. She was frozen yeah. until they cured her bonitis. <laughs> My only wish was like, I didn't have bonitis. Yeah, exactly. Um, so and she she's also up. she's another actor who's like from Queens, and I thought she was doing the accent, and I, I googled, I looked into her, you know, where she's from, and I was like, oh no no, they just <laughs> they just go around Queens with a sign. <laughs> Do you want to be in a movie? <laughs> and David Mazo said yes, and here's my friend. She'll also do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we get the sort of conclusion. They get this is a weird sort of like moral thing. This again, the tone of this movie is a bit all over the place like are we weird libertarians um like kinda um but there's also kind of like a morally good thing where hopper tells them that he wants them to be together and all claims on me marrying you and i'm like is there some sort of like law i don't know about where if you verbally agree to marry someone if they drive Sorry? you somewhere and then you don't marry them that that's like illegal but anyway yeah. It's fine because we've introduced another woman for the last 25 seconds of this movie, which is fine because now which... Dennis Hopper has a girlfriend. But don't worry, she's still 35 years younger than him. It's yeah. not a problem. Don't worry. Um, don't, 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 don't worry for a second. And the bad Dennis guy gonna who fight. was going to take over the earth with the robots, don't worry, he's also now the president. So that's all fine. It's okay. And you're like, what is the message here? What have yeah. we been doing for this entire movie? Well, it, it goes to the point, doesn't it? There isn't a message. And, and movies like this kind of shouldn't have them in that sense. But I think what we do what we do miss is is just that, like, overriding plot, that cogency of, okay, like, I'm following you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm loving this movie. Fucking dick on a, you know, ripcord dick. Absolutely, let's do this. And, and... <laughs> Mine sounds like that. Is that not normal? <laughs> No, I don't think it is. And if and if that continues <laughs> for more than four hours, Dave, you should see a doctor. That's why more two stroke. Gonna... Got you. Got you. <laughs> two stroke. Yeah. Mix isn't right. Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. You need to you need to improve your uh, mixture, otherwise you're going to be have some serious problems down. Yes, it'll run. It's not going to run well. It's not going to run you well. Need that, you need that lubricating oil. I know in the mix. I know it's exactly. Fine. This is dangerous. Have you ever? Do you know anything about cars? For fuck's sake. This... <laughs> And do you know anything about cars and your dick? No, you don't. <laughs> or dicks. 
God, so Transformers. That would be a uh, Transformers of the pull start dick. <laughs> That's funny. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Optimus. Uh, Prime. <laughs> See, but they get alien space energy as well. So I don't know. I'm not sure they're running on like petrol engines. They're going to be running it's on probably like premium, on. premium unleaded type situation. Polymer, beautiful. It's it's going to be smooth as butter. Uh, really horrible exactly. for the environment though because it's fine it's not their planet yeah radiate we're still going to like nuclear radiation nuclear powered optimus yeah. prime dick oh, yeah i think that's <laughs> who are they fucking anyway uh... <laughs> yeah we've never seen any transformer women or maybe there are some in the new ones but they're certainly they were all men before all coded as men yeah i don't it's all it was a very it's a, it's a masculine show isn't it it's a masculine show which we have clearly been um completely uh, uh, destroyed by so that's <laughs> great everything's working clearly out right. right in the right in the hind brain there anyway so we <laughs> end of the movie we blow up the president question mark we take off in our ship well it's the money question it's mark the, the, here's your morality very quickly the, the, they take the money or, or Dennis Hopper wants them to take the money which is oddly like I was like that's it he tried to take over the world and that's it just take some cash and shut up fine and then Stephen Dorff throws it out the window and it lands on the presidential car with the president in it. There we go. And Did someone just frag the president? I think that was us. Yeah. And it's, that's it. That's the end of the movie. It's, 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 just, it's just classic. It's a classic shitty end to the movie, which is get out <laughs> before your audience realizes what you've been doing. You know, like it really does feel like we are just floating around and... It's very uh, poor at the ending. Um, I really enjoyed the process of watching this and I really enjoyed the movie. It's not good. It's kind of rife with problems. I do think it's a meme. This movie is a meme that never was. Um, yeah. But in all good conscience, if I'm not sure I could recommend this to anyone who isn't you. Well, I think if you... If you if you hear the title of the movie Space Truckers and you go, oh that sounds terrible, then don't watch it. But if you hear the title of the movie Space Truckers and go, what? You're like, <laughs> your imagination is going. Everything's neurons are firing because you're like Space Truckers. I mean, what could that be? Is that going to just be like? Is that going to be hard sci-fi? Is it going to be a National Lampoon Spaceballs? you know kind of sat up it, and it's it's none of it's both of those things it, and it fits right down the middle and i think it just passes that respectability test you know so that we're actually there's enough here there's enough meat on those square square hogs <laughs> for, 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 to actually enjoy you know I, that's the bit i wasn't expecting i wasn't expecting to be sated in that way by all this square hog meat yeah because it is a movie it's Maybe it's 96 minutes, which is good. You're in and you're out. Um, but I maybe would have liked to have had a bit more of a developed... Like, stuff for the characters to do, I think. Like, you know, there's not a lot <clears throat> of agency for anyone in this movie um, in terms of yeah. doing stuff. We haven't um, got time. But I did like I did like it, Jan. I enjoyed it. Um, it's silly. There's lots to make fun of here. Um, it's, again, like ever so 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 close to a satire spoof like throughout the entire movie it never really 
veers into it um and maybe it'd be a better movie if it did to an extent mm. it's kind of hard to hard to make that judgment really yeah yeah oh there we go right let's next uh let's uh come up next let's do this Yes, that music can only, only mean only one thing. It's the semi-relevant movie quiz. The quiz where we try and stump each other with stupid questions that are kind of about 1996's Space Truckers. We've got three questions each, and whoever gets the most right wins 147 trailers of Mars's finest genetically squared jacked-up hogs. Which is a, awesome. Which is a line from the movie. So good luck dealing with that. fry a whole square pig. Oh. <laughs> you just slice it. You could just slice just it nicely. Square. It's square. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful, right? Do you want to go first, Dave, this week? And I'm going to throw the questions over to you. Well, ever since I can remember, Sam, I always wanted to go first on um, an unrelated quiz round. <laughs> A semi-relevant movie quiz is what I've shortened it to. Semi-relevant movie quiz. Okay. Um, so we're going to have lots of... the name. We're going to have lots of movie questions about this movie it's going to be just trivia dripping with loads of like really really digging down into like hog this. fat um, dripping square hog fat full of <laughs> meaty questions about this movie right yeah so <laughs> obviously the most important fact about this movie is that debbie mazow was in goodfellas which is holds a prime place in my mind because I'm a white guy and that's a white guy movie yeah. uh, made by white guys for white guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so Debbie Mazar, who stars in this movie, um, co-stars perhaps, uh, she is in Goodfellas in a minor-ish role. Um, she is not Ray Liotta's first mistress, who I thought she was. Uh, she is in fact a mistress of one of his friends who later becomes his mistress and she's helping him package cocaine. Right. What, what <laughs> was the name of Debbie Mazar's character on Glass? Oh, fuck. There's only a first name, only a first name. Uh, have I got options or just am I free, am I freewheeling this? Well, just I've, put yourself I'm, in the I'm mindset, this. Sam, right? It's the okay. 1980s, made up Martin Scorsese in New York. Um, you're a cocaine addict. Uh, you're sucking Ray Liotta's dick. Uh, you've only got the one name, uh, and you're played by Debbie Mazar in 1990, at the I'm age thinking, of 26 think... or so. Yeah, like, like Tina. I feel like a Tina's got like a nice kind of you know. Your instincts are good. Your instincts are good. E- it's a Y East name. Coast. It's a Y name. It's a E name it's a y it's got a y at the end tonya no a y at the end right okay so um so so not tonya because that does not have a y at the end no I'm, I'm with you now i understand how words work uh uh i'm just thinking of i'm you know what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of every single name that has an ie at the end because it's the same sound it's the same thing it's the same thing. um abby fuck i don't know i'm just, uh Debbie again. That's IE. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a single. I don't think uh, you're gonna get it, Sam. I don't I'm think not gonna get, get it. It's very what? American. It's Sandy. Sandy. Oh, Sandy. So that's a big, heavy <laughs> for me. Oh dear. Absolutely. Um, now, right. what else you got? What else I have got is 
in the top 10 highest grossing movies of 1996. Um, and I may be doing myself because you may have looked at this list because, again, there's not a lot I, I have not. about this movie. Uh, there are three movies in the top 10 of 1996 that you could term sci-fi movies. To get the point okay. in this round, you will need to give me two of those movies. So there's, 1996. There's, th- 1996. there's three. There's three that use the term, I would say, are sci-fi movies. Okay. I might give you the point if you get one of them, actually, but it's fine. There are three. We can argue well, about one of them, but there are three. I, I know for a fact, well, I hope I know for a fact, I'm going to feel really stupid, that there is a science fiction movie that is a lot better than this, uh, stars better actors than this, and is called Independence Day. Bing, bing, bing. $817 million at the box Good office. Lord. That is number one for this year. Good Lord. Um, that is an astoundingly large amount of money. I keep, I, I did double check that when I looked down because that, oh, that's the worldwide gross, but that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's, I mean, Independence Day is like, holy shit, Will Smith. <laughs> Cash that check because this ching, guy ching, is going to go ching. to the moon. Um, okay, so there's there's another one there. I'll give you a clue oh, yeah. for the second one. Um, it is... They made several of these. Uh, it stars... Another black actor. Uh, who... And it's a comedy. Sort of. It is a comedy. Um, I have no fucking clue. I'm trying to think of... Think of 90s movies. Think of series that should have ended way before they ended. Um, Think of an actor who maybe is quite famous for playing a lot of roles in his films. Eddie Murphy. Right, so we're thinking... A science fiction movie with Eddie Murphy. Is that where we're going? Is that my close? Am I hot? Am I cold? Yeah, you're right. What's the movie? A science fiction movie. Eddie Murphy. It's not Doctor Doolittle, is it? That's not science fiction, though, surely. Nope. I don't know. Tell it me. is The Nutty Professor. Ah, oh, then. I... Which I believe, because I was like, a sci fi movie. I believe the That's plot of it is that he invents. Fiction. On Wikipedia, The Nutty Professor is a 1996 American science fiction comedy film starring Eddie so. Murphy. Can I, I, I think redeem it's my... because it's got the magic thing that makes him thin? Yeah, temporarily, that makes, that makes which sense. is science fiction. That makes sense. Um, so another, well, I, so if, if I'm right by your question, I've got one more chance to save this to get the point. No, I think I'm going to give you the point because you got Independence Day, which is well, what I well, wanted. I want to, I want to offer as well. Isn't Mars Attacks out in 1996? I don't know if that's yes, in it the is, top. but it's not one of the top ten highest ah! grossing movies. So, uh, the one I was going to go with, and it, I want, I actually want your opinion on whether you think this is a science fiction movie. Um, because I'm now thinking it's because no, it is. It's Space Jam. Space Jam, Space Jam. is a science fiction Space Jam. movie, isn't it? I was going to say Space Jam. There we go. Your point for me. Brilliant. Space Jam. It's a science fiction movie, though, isn't it? I don't think so. I think kids' movies are wild enough that they can just get pulled. A bit like Night Professor, yeah, you know, guess. it's like multi. So I reject the premise of your question. Fair enough, I, fair enough. That no, one didn't I'm, use science fiction movie in the Wikipedia page of the first 10 words. So it was more of a question of, eh, well, we don't know, it's fine. Uh, there were a lot of sci-fi movies out this year, but the, the top 10. Do you want to hear the rest of the top 10? 
Um, yes, I do. Uh, Twister, number two. Uh, just short of 500 million. Mission Impossible, the first one. That's <laughs> stay tuned. We're going to watch that. That's, um, oh, there's going to be loads of them coming. The Rock. The Rock. Yep. Yeah, number four. The Hunchback of Notre Dame and the 101 Dalmatians. Next on the board. Wow. Wow. Yep. Uh, Ransom, which is a Ron Howard movie starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> I'm sure that's great. I think and you can we've... keep it. Yeah. I think. I and think Jerry the, Maguire, uh... which is also on our list, I believe, of um, films to watch. Shit-eating Tom Cruise movies. There we go. Right. Let's hit me with the next question. Let's do it. Right, so um, ever since I can remember, I always wanted to continue to ask you Goodfellas questions because I really did struggle to find anything related to oh, this you movie. Oh, you have not done that. I've got so many good questions. Just you. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. So, as I said, I thought Debbie Mazar in this movie. Uh, I had conflated her with... So my opening line in this movie was, there is a whore living in this apartment. Super in, uh, she's talking to the super and she's buzzing all the... This is, um, Lorraine Bracco, um, mm-hmm. there is a whore living in this apartment. It's one of the most iconic scenes, uh, screaming that in the street. Now, I thought that was Debbie Mazel, so I was going to come in hot with like a, you know, she is the whore living in a, the apartment. A really well-developed impression, as, we, as we've already heard. As we discussed, you, yeah. I've been working yeah. on it for weeks. I've had a voice coach. Wow. It has not worked. You can't, you can't scrub this Yorkshire stuff out very quickly. Uh, <laughs> it's a problem. Um... What is the character name? And I would accept the actor's name, but there's absolutely no way because I can't pronounce it. What is the character name of Ray Liotta's first mistress? I would accept the first name if you haven't got the full name. I'm going to go Tina again. I'm thinking Tina. It's just it's in my brain. I don't know why. There's something about it. Um, uh, uh, Diamond. Or something like that, like kind of like trashy New New York, but the gangster uh, Maggie Margaret. I've no, no, I've no idea. I've no idea. It's a big no. It's so the line is. I would like you to know you have a whore living into our Rossi Janice Rossi. He's my husband. Get your oh. own goddamn man. It's very good. I mean, that accent is amazing. So that's a big, well, small for me. You got one. You got one. You got the Independence Day question. So that's one one out of three. One point out of three. I'm disappointed uh, myself. Okay. Say, I'm... I struggled here because there's not a lot of like, I could thought about some Dennis Hopper questions maybe, but like, um, what could I ask you about his troubling personal life? I don't think so. The fact that he died 15 years and ago I... and none of, us, none of us noticed. I know. It's a shame, isn't it? The fact Dennis that George Hopper. went isn't dead. All of these things are shocking. <laughs> but... Really? Yeah, yep, he's still going. Fucking hell. That's that's that is surprise. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> Considering <laughs> anyway. Okay, so at the it's time my... of this recording. Just yeah. just have jinxed something there. Days days afterwards. So it's my turn to stump you, Dave, and you've got to get more than one point to win the round, which I'm very disappointed by. Let's start with uh, question movie. Uh, question one. At the start of the movie, we see some space advertising along the Stellar Highway. Oh, Which shit. of these is not an advert we see in the movie? Three options. A, liquid beef. You'd swear it came from a cow. B, holster your weapon at Gamora. Don't let... 
I'll start, I'll start again. Holster your weapon at Gamora. Don't get off half-cocked. Or see, I go, go, go with Laxago, because it's got rocket action. So one of those is not from this movie. Any ideas? <sighs> what are we thinking? What sounds Do you know like? what I'm thinking, Sam? I'm thinking the laxative one is really well written and funny and therefore probably isn't yours. Um... <laughs> well, I will. I would say none of these are mine. And oh. I'm going to leave it there. So okay. don't use that basis. Um, shit. Uh, I, so we've got I've liquid seen, beef. I think I remember the Gamora it... thing. I remember the Gamora sign. Um, I remember seeing Gamora because you know you? I'm obviously biblical, very big for me, of course, and very, very big. So you, you definitely remember that. seeing that in this movie. Definitely remember seeing that in this movie. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> no, liquid... <laughs> it's just in my brain. What did we watch last week? Maybe it was in that. <laughs> liquid beef. You'd swear it came from a cow. Holster your weapon at Gamora. Don't get off half cocked. Or I go 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 with Laxago because it's got rocket action. I'm going to need your final answer very soon. I think it's the Gamora one. I think you're right. I think that's from Fallout New Vegas. Dramatic pause. You know what, Dave? That's amazing. Because that literally is from Fallout New Vegas. Congratulations. <laughs> when you said I was like, oh... Oh, it's like yeah, it's from there's a casino in because I'm a loser. It's a casino in Fallout New Vegas. Called you knew it was in your head somewhere. You knew where it was from, and you <laughs> got it right. Would you like to hear some of the other signs that I? I literally, would. I would. I literally paused the movie and went, I had a great day at work today. This is what Rubik's Cuban cuisine. Your money back if you vomit. <laughs> yeah, Gravitol. I remember that. Newton's gravity pills, Einstein relativity, relativity gauges, salvage, we sell ejection modules, sparkling moon water, it's lunified, and get your red hot circle dog, do not feed to pets. There's also, for some reason, a Motorola logo and a Jim Bean logo. <laughs> I have no I idea what that's about. I wonder if they got paid. It's it's for like a split second as well, so there's I don't think it is. I think they would have it would have been more prominent. It would have been on the screen yeah. for twenty minutes, you know. Let's move to question two. So this movie is about space trucking, but let's bring it back down to earth. In American trucking C B radio code, what does brush your teeth and comb your hair mean? Is it A check your tire pressures and oil levels? B careful a law enforcement vehicle is speed radar radaring trucks. Or C, a truck stop is close and there's a possibility of some intimate relations. So what does brush your teeth and comb your hair mean? CB radio. I would love to believe, I really, really would love to believe that this is um, code for uh, there's a sexual hookup at the next rest stop. Um, I just don't think it is. I think, because again, I drive, not a truck, but I'm not in America, but... There's nothing people who are driving... So with all more. your experience... Yeah. Shut up, no, no. Hear me out. There's nothing people who, like, love to, who drive love more than warning you illegally that there's police mm. cameras. Like, yeah. it was one of the big... When I learned to drive, I was like, why is everyone flashing their lights all the time? And, and people were like, oh, it's because there'll, be there'll be a speed camera around the corner that they've seen. And you're like, why would they warn me about that? 
So, so if but your van could go I think beyond the speed limit, it, it, you would you would slow down. Exactly, yeah. exactly. If my van was technologically capable of going beyond the speed limit, then I would be like, right, well, I'll slow down now. That's fine. Uh-huh. They've still they've, they've still got guys with flags in front of you waving waving them people out. Well, I have to do hand signals. It's fine, you know. Oh yeah, I get it. It's that I've got flags, two flags, one really Flintstone style uh, feet power is only so you know powerful. So is that your final answer? You're gonna get you're gonna say. Be careful. I think so. It's not tire pressures and oil levels because that's stupid, to be honest. Um, <laughs> well done, Dave. So that is uh, what are we on? Are you on two points? So you've already beaten me. And In the mud. Con- congratulations about that. Now, as if your good fellow's knowledge wasn't brushed upon for this quiz. Well, I that. think give me some fucking options, Dave. Is what I'm going <laughs> to harass you about after we start Sorry. recording. But Sorry. anyway, I apologize. Let's go. Let's go to my last question, which is I cannot express my joy in just how deep I went into this. So, of course, Dave, you've heard of the 2002 failed adult adult swim pilot, the Groovinians. Well, if of you course, it's an animated TV show about two misfit aliens named Jet and Glindy who are searching for a less boring planet than the one they live on called Groovinia. Debbie Mazar voices Swirly. But which fellow space truckers actor also stars? Is it A, Stephen Dorff? Is it George Went, the Interport guy, uh, Northern Jizz? I know who George Went is. Yep. Is it C, Dennis Hopper? It's not Dennis Hopper. I'm sorry, that's, um, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Of all the things I'm certain of, I'm certain it's not Dennis Hopper. You're certain, um, okay, okay. It's got to be Dorf. I mean, when like all the Cheers actors, and he's kind of in that point, but he doesn't do a lot of voice work. Um, he's not like fellow Cheers alum, um, Cliff Clavin, played by the pig from Toy Story. <laughs> but he has a name. You know who I mean. And 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 every and every Pixar movie that he that he exactly he he, he just lives at the Pixar like voice artist studio or whatever. Now uh, I, I, I w- think it's got to be Dorf then. It's got to be Dorf. Are you sure? Because I would say there's you know like it's 2002. There's lots of Adult Swim is pretty popular. So I mean, you happy with Dorf? Yeah. Well, I like I'm happy with the reality of Stephen Dorf voicing characters in adult swim shows I'm not sure Dennis Hopper's the good energy you want in a recording booth to be honest well I'm going to give you a massive because it is in fact fucking Dennis Hopper what and I have proof are you ready for this what it, it's unbelievable but it's true I'm going to just load up a video file into StreamYard So this is the credits the that we're watching. The Groovinians. And this insane music. Keep watching. Keep watching. Dennis Hopper. Paul Rubens? It gets better. It gets better. We're just going through the rest of the credits. With Debbie Mazar as well. And then we've got clips that I have edited in my video editor today. It shows the now, now, Glindy, it's time to bid farewell to Jet and hello to your exciting Look at this animation. Life, a free damn and this is Dennis Hopper talking. 
You two make her quite a couple. Wow, delicious. And here we go. Here's oh, Debbie Mazar. Huh? What is this? And whoever the hell this guy is. Why do you vote for Swabo in this way? Look, lover boy, we all know you have a face with a view, but enough already. It's dripping from the walls here. They're all funny, very beautiful, for the simple reason. I know, Dave. That You're I speechless. Am as very am I. Holy smokes. As was a lot of executives. Yet I love you. This is terrible. What the fuck? <laughs> I am can't. I can't say I'm surprised I got cancelled. I don't know what the art style is there. What the animation style is. It's even for 2002, Bad. it feels really, really retro, doesn't it? Now you might have, you might have um, noticed also. Uh, well, you noticed some other names there. We've also, it also features uh, Drina De Niro, which is Robert De Niro's adopted daughter. Nepotism. Oh, oh, oh. Did you notice RuPaul, as in RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah, is I also did. in this? I mean, this is. There's there's this video and there's a Reddit post and that is the only evidence that this thing exists and I just couldn't believe our goddamn. Rock. Paul Paul Rubens played uh, Pee Wee Herman. He died, I think, fairly recently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Paul Rubens. Yeah, I mean, he died in fact this, this summer. So I would um, like to give you a round of applause and then me a round of applause for finding this clip. And uh, let's uh, let's end the game show there. So there we go, Dave. We have watched um, a fantastic movie, a cult classic that we're going to, I think, bring back into the mainstream culture. <laughs> Single-handedly. Space Truckers 1996. Oof. You feeling good? Yeah. Well, this that's really fun emphatic. Movie. That's a really this emphatic. Is a fun, this is a fun movie, but I, I don't know, with a bit of distance of like, like I said, when I watched it, it was a bit like a fever dream and I was, I think I was kind of like infected. I think it got me high a little bit. And, <laughs> and so I was, I was into it and then having slept on it and then we're, we're, we're in the cold light of podcasting now. I'm like, I couldn't, I don't know if in all good conscience I could tell anyone that it's a good movie. It's a good, there are good bits, but like, it's not a good movie. No, I think. But I think the feet. It's very deficient on the memes. Where is my Daddy Lannister pulling his dick ripcord? Yeah. Well, I think Diff. we need to. I think we need to. Um, you know, descend into the meme mines and start digging. To be honest, because we 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 have a responsibility to bring people back. <laughs> this the, these jewels. Daddy Lannister pulling his. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I just think there's just too much opportunity here that we're missing if this isn't part of the social consciousness. I just don't <laughs> Think of all the Iron Throne jokes you can make. You know, Lannister always pays his debts once he's pulled his dick record. <laughs>